It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go on the podcast. Hello, what's up? It's Wednesday. Al Dukes, how are you? That means you're half, more than halfway home to the weekend. Absolutely, Jerry. Uh, a very alert Twitter follower sent me an article from uh, thehustle.com. It's about uh, dog, the dog walking business. Yeah, and you and I have talked about tremendous. this yes. before. Um, and they talk about how much money the dog walkers can make. Yes. Now, I've heard these crazy numbers of $100,000. Which I don't understand because I'm doing the math in my head and it doesn't make sense, right? So, well, before you go on, so I was in Manhattan yesterday with my son. Yeah, and we passed by a guy, and I don't understand how they do this, but whatever. I would say mid thirties, dressed like he was going to Wall Street, in a beautiful coat and everything. Is that right? And on the leashes, he had at least, I would say, at least eight dogs. Right, so that's the key, and that's, that's how you make a lot of money. Yes, because I'm looking at this uh, this chart that they put in there. So they they and when I was reading about this uh, dog walking business, they say, oh, you can make upwards of uh, you know more than a hundred thousand yeah, sure. dollars a year. You're your own boss. You're getting a lot of miles in because you're walking a lot. But the key here is to walk multiple dogs at one time, as right. you're as you see in cities like Manhattan. Yeah, we're. The need is there. Where the need is there, but that person has to become the pack leader. Otherwise, you have dogs fighting, yes. dogs pulling. I don't know how that happens. I can't be the pack leader of my one dog. <laughs> so I don't know how people do that, but there must be a technique to I'm it. sure there is. Because people do do it. Sure. So they say that the average dog walk uh, in the country is $22 Okay. for a 30-minute walk. So they, they put this chart up. As to how much you could make a month, how many dogs you would need to walk, how many times a day, and that sort of thing. So the dog walker, uh, the woman who is the the most popular dog walker in Bradley Beach area, she only walks one dog at a time. Okay. She uh, The only time she would walk two dogs is if you have two dogs. She might take both of your dogs out at the same time. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, she is one-on-one, 30-minute walk like. per dog, which I like as well. Especially if you're paying, yep. you know. You want your dog attended to. Yeah, for $20, 22 $25, whatever, whatever it is, you would like a one-on-one time. You now, would 22 think, is the average. What do you pay? I pay 25 Okay. But she's uh, like the – there are people in town that do it for less, mm-hmm. but she does it the best, Jerry. Okay. I got gotcha. you. She's also – she was a, a vet tech for many years, mm-hmm. so she's – I feel like she's got experience. Something happens to my dog. Right. So, you know, there are people on – that's the problem, though. Now, like, there's those websites like Rover and yeah. – uh, Anybody's know, doing it. You look at these uh, the, uh, girls. They look like they're uh, 15 years old wanting to walk your sure. dog. They're like, what? I don't trust you to come in my house or to 
if my dog takes off or my dog eats a mouse or something, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that, I don't know. Let me ask you this. What kind of research do you do on the person knowing they're going to be in your home? I know you have a camera in there. Yeah. But I do no research. I just was like this uh, woman. Reviews? No, I just, everyone in town mentioned this one okay. woman. All right. Everyone. So I was like, all right. But I also look around. I don't have anything in my house. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I gotcha. And, and in the area where I live, I'm sure she's going in much more beautiful homes. No, I understand. You know I got saying? you. Yes, I understand. Yeah. No, I don't. I, I, You're good. I got I, you. Yeah, I don't feel like I, I don't have anything that any Like, I would let anyone in my house at this point. Like, as far as, like, uh, a housekeeper. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. Okay. I'm take my iPad, which is really legitimately probably all I have. Right. My phone I have on me. I have right. Nothing else. All right. I'm a minimalist, Jerry. Yeah. Well, not really, but okay. And, um, yeah, so... So uh, this one has it at if you were to walk just one dog at a time and you did five dogs a day, that would give you $2,000 a month. I going to say, are we making 25 grand? Right. That's not a lot. No, I think if you're going to do that, you've got to walk one and a half dogs an hour for nine hours. Right. But if, you, if you're doing a half hour walk a dog, which is what they do. Right. That's why I said one and a half. If you worked an eight-hour day... You're still not even getting 16 dogs in because you that would have Correct. to then be your schedule's got a time with their schedule. Right. That's well, what I'm saying. If you, I would think like what would be legitimately doable would be one and a half because you need some time to go from place to place. One and a half an hour for nine hours because you know most people that work leave at 6 a.m. and get home at 6 p.m. Right. Let's be honest. We're cutting the commuting out, but you're going to work the extra hour. Work your walk. The extra hour, you're, you're driving yeah. around, you're eating in your car. It is what it is. You're taking breaks. So if you did that, based on that, you're doing probably 14. You're not getting a 16. You're working 14 a day. You're still not making a ton. I know. That's why you really got to do these multiple dogs yeah. at a time. It's nice, but you're not making $100,000 a year. Right. That's what I'm saying. I can't figure out. Now, if you, do it th- if, you, if you go down this chart that they have, let's say you had... You mentioned this guy in New York City had... He had eight dogs. eight dogs. I'm pretty sure it was eight. So they have... Let's say... So even if you were to do two dogs at a time... Right, sure. And you did five walks a day, that would get you $4,000. Mm-hmm. Still only forty eight grand a year. Right. Even though it's... it's uh, I don't know how they do tax-wise and how they report. I don't know any of that stuff. But the top end of this chart has walking six dogs five times a day would give you $12,000 a month. Sure. So that's the high end. Oh, now you're making 145. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how else. Now I know the the dog like um the woman who walks my dog. Um, she also does dog training, mm-hmm. so she probably has clients that do that. Uh, a lot She's of making the, more money than just dog walking. Yeah, the, yeah. Like they also do some of them do like if you if you're going away for the night and you mm-hmm. need them to oh boarding. Yeah, but I actually think the way the the dog walkers do it is they stay at your house. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh my god! They come to your house. Are you working tonight, hon? No, I'm on vacation. I'm staying in some clown's <laughs> condo right across the street from the ocean. <laughs> but then the then the dog is happy. The dog's in its own home. You yeah, know what I mean, sure. like we we worry awesome. about when you our go dogs. away with Gina this summer. You have to hire her for that, and then make, keep the camera on, see if she's having parties there on Thursday nights. <laughs> Okay, come to the shore, guys. I rented a condo. Actually, they rented me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I charge her for a VRBO, so we. Oh, it's there even. you go. 
we do it until we break even, <laughs> the two of us. <laughs> so, yeah, it was just interesting because I think people, you hear right away, I even heard from people in town Yeah, when they were like, uh, when they were telling me about the Stephanie is, is uh, the woman in town. They're like, oh, she, I think she makes over $100,000. And I'm like trying to do the math. How? Right. There's only so much time in a day. There's only she's so, doing right. one dog at a time. Yes. Yeah, no, I hear you. Unless she, unless the walks are a lot quicker than we think. Because the other thing you got to think about, like like I had mentioned a little bit earlier, is the the timing of it, right? So I'm I, I'm a good client for her in that my dog walking needs because of my weird hours are at like eight thirty yeah. in the morning. Right. That's my now. I would guess most people that she does dog walks for probably don't need to walk until. One noon, one o'clock. You know what I mean? Like if sure. they're not leaving the house, and she might also have some that are at eleven and four. Right. Very possible, depending upon the dog's needs. Then, it, let me ask you this: Is it possible, since she's the biggest one in town, she's not going from county to county? If everything's tight, yeah. Is it possible that forget per hour? Is it possible that she could do twenty-two dogs a day? To, especially if she's starting early with some people at six a.m. and you can squeeze in. Two to three an hour. I, I can't imagine. I don't know. That's that's a lot. It is a lot. I'm just trying to. You say do the numbers. I'm trying to figure out how. Yeah, and she yeah she doesn't seem to be uh, because I I will see her once I go home and I'm walking yeah. whimsy. I'll see her around town. And she's, she's not, not rushing. rushing she's not booking around town I with these you, dogs, but she's nice laid busy. back way to make a living. Yeah, although I will say like I am so bored walking those same streets. Sure. And I do it, what do I do it, like one, two, four times a day? Right. I could not imagine You know what? I think you get locked streets. into your music. I guess. I know what you're saying. Yeah. But if that's the hardest part about your quote-unquote job slash business, get over yourself. Yeah, but then then you have the things like today, like on the days when it's freezing oh. or it's a 1,000 degrees yeah. out. But you signed up for that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do know what you're getting yourself into. Correct. I also wonder, like, what if she wants to take a vacation? I'm sure she will. I'm sure she might have someone on on backup. Yeah. She has to have someone on backup when she gets sick. Right. You know, if you're crapping yourself or vomiting all day, you have some sort of food poisoning, you need someone to go pick up. You can't just say, by the way, I'm calling out sick. Well, what are you supposed to do? Right. That's what I mean. So I would think she's probably got someone that will pick up the slack. when she. He does look like a Ken doll, by the way. Evan um, Washburn, his hair is what, yes, is what does it. Yes, perfect. I'm, she has to have someone <laughs> that she can on standby. She yeah. has to. So I would think so. Maybe I can ask her these questions. You can ask her. Do you think she'll think I'm prying? Uh, yes. Yes. But I think she'd still answer you. Yeah. I think she's still, because like you're a, interested in it. Because I go, what do you make, what can you make a year doing this? I wouldn't ask that. I would ask more about the schedule. What do you How do? How many dogs do you do a day? Then I do the math in my own yes, head. Yes, that you could do, for sure. I actually was telling Kim yesterday, dog walking's fine. I was, because I was telling Matthew about that. When we passed the person, because he's like, what was that guy's got eight dogs? I'm like, no, that's dog walking. And what we were talking about it. And I was telling him as I was all over the city yesterday, I went home and told him I want a tequila bar. I think that would be so much fun. Now you would have, you know, beer and regular drinks, but like the focus of the bar are all the cool exotic tequilas. That'd be so much fun. You're right. You happen. could be Kim like a tequila sommelier. 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 Whatever you just said. Yes. Yeah. Like how the, the, they have the wine experts, you become a tequila expert. Yeah, I would expert. love to because I really do like them. So when I was away, I went up with Rutgers last week, and beautiful hotel, I told you. I had a drink with one of the coaches um, the night before the game, and I got 
the guy made a margarita. He got Casamigos and everything, and he made the margarita with the crushed ice. It was one of the best drinks I've ever had. And then I was out with friends on Saturday night, and I got a margarita, and it was it was okay. They didn't have Casamigos. They gave me something else. I'm like, yeah. But it's, it's, I don't know. They're so particular. Right? It just seems fun to me. Yeah. Probably never do it, but. It's in the back of your mind, though. It is in the back of my mind. Now, true. you mentioned uh, during the warm-up show that you wanted to tell this story about a Bono. Oh, I didn't want to tell the story. I, just, I read the article. Yeah. I said it's maybe something to discuss. I saw it in the post today how he's embarrassed by the music he's recorded. He's embarrassed by the name U2. Mm-hmm. Um, hates the sound of his voice. I, the whole thing was, I don't know. I'm like, my God, I, it's not like you're some wedding band. They asked him what he can listen to the most, and he mentioned a song he did with Pavarotti, which is probably the worst song. Right. Then he said, most of the other ones make me cringe a little bit, although Vertigo is probably the one I'm proudest of. Yes, I saw that. I've been in the car when one of our songs has come on the radio, and I've been the color of, as we say in Dublin, Scarlet. I'm just so embarrassed. Like, are you serious? He also says, I do think U2 pushes out the boat on embarrassment quite a lot, and maybe that's the place to be as an artist, you know, right at the edge of your level of embarrassment. And the lyrics as well. I feel that on Boy and other albums, it was sketched out very unique and original material, but I don't think I filled in the details, and I look back and I go, God. As for the name U2, Bono said, I still don't like it. I really don't. But I was late into some kind of dyslexia. I didn't realize that the Beatles was a bad pun either. In our head, it was like the spy plane, U-boat. It was futuristic, as it turned out to imply this kind of acquiescence. No, I don't like that name. I still don't really like the name. Hmm. (laughs) That's something. (laughs) And, And yesterday when I was doing the... Warm-up show with CeeLo, I played him. This is a very, very similar situation. I played him the the new John Mellencamp and what his voice sounds like. It's, oh, okay. It's which, incredibly raspy. Which I have not heard. Very raspy. Is it good, though? Because you can be I raspy like and good. I like John okay. Mellencamp, and I like the new song. Okay. And he has a new album coming out Friday, which I'm actually looking forward to. I've heard two songs from it. I like both of them. But he says he got that way from smoking. Like he just smoked constantly. Yeah. But... Someone I read an interview because this album's coming out, and they uh, they were asking him about his old songs, and he says he said the same thing. He goes, "I'm embarrassed when I hear the That's songs." That's amazing. It's made they've it's made him millions yeah. upon millions of dollars. He he said like he goes hurt so good. He goes, "I like hummed that in the shower one day, recorded it." He goes, "And it's embarrassing. It isn't anything." My like, songs aren't anything. <laughs> I, they're not. And even the ones that are, I mean, sometimes the ones that have the most meaning are the worst songs out there that no one wants to hear. Right. Just be catchy and be good. Well, that's fine. These guys are too artsy for me. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're very artsy. It's almost like they're looking for this deep meaning. You just entertain us. He said then they're doing a uh, 20, they're doing, not. it has to be longer than 25th. They're doing an anniversary re-release of uh, Scarecrow, his album from 85. Wow, so that's, oh my God, that's 35 years. 35 that's 37 years, years 37 years. I don't, I don't know when they're doing it for. Holy crap. But uh, he said like they remixed the album and all that stuff. He said he wasn't involved at all because he doesn't like to go back on things. He said, but, uh, you know, they, they were, as they were working on it, they were asking about songs. He goes, songs, he goes, I don't even remember <laughs> that are on that record. Damn. <laughs> this is very weird. Yeah, well, but I mean, in his case, in fairness, and I would think a guy like Bruce Springsteen, too, 
there's so much music and so right. many songs. How could you remember all of them? And then he was uh, critiquing people that say uh, there's no good music anymore. You know, guys that he said he ran, would run into people and they'd go, oh, John, you know, I love your music, but uh, there's no good music anymore. And he's like, well, did you listen to my last record? Did you listen to Bruce's last record? Did you listen to Tom Petty's? Uh, they're out there. You just, you're not, it's not on the radio or whatever. So now, so you don't hear it. Right. That but it doesn't mean true. that good music isn't being made that by true. people that made good music but in the past. Now I'll come back to what I've always said. Why are people not familiar with it and why don't they like it? Because they don't hear it a hundred times a day on the radio, which I will, I'll continue to say there are great songs out there that are stupidly terrible songs. They're just awful. Yeah. If you re, if you listen to the lyrics and if they're popular, why? Because they're hummable, because the hook is catchy, and you hear it often. Doesn't mean they're good, but they're good to us because we hear it. We're hit over the head with it. I still don't understand why, like classic rock stations, or even um, like the alternative rock from the '90s or 2000 stations. Like back then, we were still buying full albums, right? Yeah. So, like, if you love Led Zeppelin and you like Led Zeppelin, you don't only want to hear the couple of Led Zeppelin songs that they play on classic rock radio. You want to hear the other songs that you liked from those albums. Right. So why play the same Pink Floyd songs, the same Who songs, the same... Well, you've always told me, play the hits. Yeah, but I'm saying these other songs are... Like, they some of the classic rock stations... Just really play that, like the yeah the top five hits from somebody who had like a thirty year recording career that had hits throughout their career. Do you know? I I think we discussed this once over the summer outside in the pool. Kim had Z one hundred on. Same four songs. They would mix in a couple of other ones. Every I would say ninety minutes, it was the four most popular songs. And when we were out there all day, I'm like, how many times are we going to hear this? And she goes, yeah, they repeat a lot. I'm like, oh my God. But the idea being is how long do people listen? And you got to make sure you play them the hits. Right. But God almighty, if you've someone that's listening longer than a half hour, good Lord. But I even find that on satellite radio. Do you really? On a station, they have a station called The Spectrum. Yeah. Which I like the most. And it's got new music. The way they even position it, it's like new music alongside the classics. Okay. But the, the new music ones that they play, they play over and over again. It's like I if I during the summer sometimes I go to country music. It doesn't it's the country music doesn't work for me in the winter for whatever reason cuz it, it doesn't feel fun and summery. That's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. So I end up going back to this the spectrum which sometimes I, I hadn't listened to in 3 months. I go back within 2 days I know every song and you're caught up. Yeah, yeah. because they're still playing their own versions of their hits right, even sure. though they're not hits in other genres. Yeah, yeah. And then the the older songs they spread in, sp- spray in you don't hear all the time, right. but you're familiar with them because they're older songs. But the newer songs they play, it's like over and over. Again. Isn't that something? Like Kings of Leon or right. the Lumineers. This is like what they play, but they really will hit you over the head with their those singles that they're playing. Yep. I guess. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm not a programmer. Yeah. That's in, a conversation for someone else. In two days, Jerry, I'm going to be uh, a streaming-only household. Good for you. I'm looking forward to it. Excellent. Of course, you could fast forward to about three days in our life. It's buffering, Jerry. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? It's not going to buffer. You'll be fine. I think Fly the biggest hardwire thing, in also. I think, yeah, no, you'll be totally fine. 
I think the thing you will just have to get used to is the maneuvering around the channels. Yeah. It's just you, it's not going to be as user-friendly and free as the cable is. That's all. Although you know, I'm telling you, the, God, that PlayStation View was. I don't know what, how YouTube TV is. Maybe actually, they are I, too. Actually, I just saw a guy on uh, who, who covers all this cord-cutting stuff. He said YouTube just introduced a new menu, okay, which is very easy to navigate. See, that I, to me I is guess the, that was one of their problems. That, to me, is one of the biggest things for these streaming. If you can figure that out to make it feel more like cable... I want to try to do it, though, without even YouTube TV. Oh, I thought you were doing that. No. Oh, you're not. Okay. So how are you going to get channel 24579? I don't know. I might get one of those antennas. You should. They're awesome. uh, Gina has one in her her house. She gets uh, CBS, NBC. She doesn't get Fox or ABC. See, I had one. So, all right. I had one as well. You need to find the one that's got the... I got to figure out what the range is because you've got to be close the enough. 60 within, mile? In? No. I think there's one with 125 mile range. 125 mile range. That one will pick up all of them. I have one of those. The other ones I have, it frustrated me because I didn't get Fox on it. Yeah. And I figured out why. Uh, I got one that had a range of 125 miles, I believe. But yeah, but like you were saying, the like CBS and NBC, it'll crystal, crystal clear. clear. It's yeah. HD. Yeah, and there's more channels too. I was also wondering this though, and I couldn't figure this out. I tried go- uh, googling many different things, and like the NFL playoff games, are they on the NFL app? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Don't know. I couldn't figure it out because because if you go to the NFL app, it says it says uh, you can play uh, your local games. And NFL playoffs. Then other things, like it said, NFL Network, it said subscription required. So I don't know. I know I can watch them on the NFL app, but I don't know if I'm signed in from my cable company. I don't. That's a very good question, and just, I don't know the answer Just for to that. the playoff games. Because I've watched the games at Rutgers in the past, but now I'm wondering if I have signed into my Fios right. to get that's to what it. I mean. And I don't know the answer to that. Because if you go to the NFL app, and again, it might all it might also not work on the NFL app that's on Apple TV right. or Roku TV. It might just be a tablet or yeah. a phone situation. Yep. Yeah. But so my game plan is this: I'm going to try the NFL app. Yeah. And if not, I'll sign up for YouTube TV and get the games. That's fine. And then or just put the antenna in, and you get the games. Yeah. Maybe. And it's not like, can I afford? To pay, yes, I'm annoyed. <laughs> you know what I mean, Jay? I understand. I don't want to pay for all these channels I don't watch. I totally and, and, understand. And, and I have, and it's it, it's the principle of it. I get, that's why you don't want YouTube TV either. I understand. Right. That's I why I don't want YouTube TV either. I got you. You follow, Jay? I follow. You here? <laughs> I am here. I'm leaving, but I'm here. I go like this. I go, you he- I go, you here, and you go, I hear you. Okay, I right? am here, though. You are here, but... I'm saying you hear, like, do you hear what oh, I'm saying? Oh, I hear you. <clears throat> right, you do like, like that. that. So I'll go like this. <clears throat> I don't like paying for channels I don't watch. You hear? I, I hear you, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. Were you here for that, or did I do that with CeeLo? I was here. Oh, you were here this it was morning. Really okay. good. It was, actually, it was very good. Uh, tomorrow is a Thursday. Thank goodness. Do we have a trivia game tomorrow? I'm going to figure that out. What did we do last week? We did 1980s Rocker or 1980s New York Giant. Yes. I got to figure that out. Maybe I'll do...
Maybe something like a playoff-related thing. I could do that. Like, what if we did, like, 1980s playoff? How about this? 1980s rocker Mm -hmm. or NFL playoff quarterback? Oh, that I should be able to dominate, don't you think? Doesn't have to be just from the 80s, though. How far back would you go? 1940. No, I'm just kidding. It's got to. How about this? It's got to be Super Bowl era. That's fair. So 66 and but on. Playoff quarterback. Playoff not a Super quarterback. Bowl quarterback. Right. Just a playoff quarterback. Right, because they didn't institute the wild card till uh-huh. years later. I got to see the list because right. the list might be too obvious. Right. I don't know. I feel like there'll be a good handful though. Being like, he was he did what? Right. That was the quarterback. Right. I'll see. I got to come up with something. Okay. I will. We'll figure it out. All right. So that'll be tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, until then. We'll same be back bat at, time, same bat channel. You got it. We'll be back here at 5 a.m. So. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Fan is your station. We want to hear from you. Call The Fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't All right, suck. what is up? Midweek, we call it a Wednesday around these parts. The Eddie Scazzaria is very good to see you from the parts of Utah State. What is up? And Al Carl Dukes, good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Jerry. Uh, I almost uh, didn't make it. Why? Uh, yesterday, I had an accident where I was bleeding. Really? Oh, yeah. I was uh, slicing up my uh, sweet potato. And the, uh, well, skinning it. You see, I skin my sweet potato with the peeler. Come back. Almost didn't make what? Work? Life. Breathing. Because you cut your hand? I cut my thumb using the... uh, the, Sure, that happens. What do you call it? The peeler. Yeah. Ooh, buddy. I'm still trying to figure out what you didn't make. Like, you thought you were going to die from cutting your thumb. It was possible. It was on the table. I mean, I cut my vein in my wrist once by mistake. That's true. That was squirting out like crazy. You were so much younger, though, Jerry. Well, I was. I'm an old man now. I'm not so sure that's really a problem. It stinks. It did stink. I'd hurt a little bit. Mm -hmm. You'd be all right. You also don't realize how much you use your thumbs until you have a cut on your thumb and you can't use it. Everything. Everything. Yeah. It's you get away with your pinky finger. You don't need your pinky finger. Probably. You get away with that. This is what separates us from the animals. The thumb. Posable thumbs. I thought the brain did, but okay, we'll go with the thumb. The thumb. Well, yes. <laughs> brains and the thumbs. Brain number one. Good yes. point. Thumb number two. Mm. It's the okay. only thing that separates us from the animals. Yeah, I suppose. I actually thought you were going to say you were might have been like attacked by a fox or something. No. I don't think foxes attack people. Well, I think well, foxes ate a woman in California. No, I think uh, coyotes. They were coyotes? Coyotes. I they yeah, were foxes. foxes. No, foxes don't eat people. Okay. Foxes will gut a rabbit. They'll eat a squirrel. 
Got it. dogs. Or a Dukes. Or the, the, <laughs> I'm ready. To, we have foxes in Bradley Beach. I know you do. That's why I thought that's what we, your concern was going to be. And I'm not talking about the ladies, Jerry. They're also foxes. Well, it's in July, perhaps. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could definitely beat up a fox. I just kick. I, I, I contemplate sometimes when I'm walking my dog if I'm attacked by. Let's get a fox in here. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's close the door and leave Al in the room with the fox. <laughs> I, if a fox came at me, man, I would be like an NFL field goal kicker. I would just. Whoop, they're not very big, right? No. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, cats aren't either, and they'll scratch your eyes out. Yeah. Well, cats are very uh, wiry. <laughs> yes, like they are. They'll if you go to if a cat was attacking me and I went to grab it, it would just like even if I grabbed it by the neck, it would wiggle out and yes, then scratch the crap yes, out. Yes, it would. That would be a rough fight. That I'm not interested in. Uh, I did see Jerry. This was good news. I was happy to see this. That Mr. Dak Prescott yesterday uh, did come out. And said he uh, deeply regrets the comments he made regarding the officials uh, being pelted by things after the game on Sunday. I'm surprised this didn't come out Monday. Yeah, well, he waited a little long. I, I mean, he better late than never. That's fine. But I don't know why it wasn't done Monday. Like, I got done going through my news feeds yesterday yeah. at about the 6 o'clock. Yeah. It wasn't out yet. Yeah, it was last night. It was late. Was it late last night? Jay? I don't know exactly what time, yeah. but it was sometime last night. He regrets it, though, which is nice to hear. That was a mistake on my behalf, he said. Yes, that, it was. Uh, the emotions of a disappointing loss uh, were uh, got the best of him, and it was uncalled for comments. I forgive him. I do, too. We move on. I think it's this one happens. of those things that happened after they lost a playoff game. They yep. weren't expected to lose. He was ticked off. He was emotional. That's one of the issues when... I always found it funny when you go to games, and I know you used to cover hockey games and, and the Bucks and all that back in the day. I always found it funny after a 10-minute cooling-off period. 10 minutes! <laughs> Fans need three weeks. These guys actually played. But you also can't wait hours and hours. But I always found that funny. Like, okay, well, in 10 minutes, they're going to be thrilled to talk to us. They I don't like, want to talk to us. Like, today's Wednesday morning. The game was Sunday. Yeah. He came out with this late Tuesday night. Right. I'd love to know the conversations that went on. Between Sunday night and Tuesday night, almost two full days. Sure. Were they like, you got to apologize? He's like, I'm not apologizing. I think that's very possible. That's very possible. Really? Yeah, I do think that's possible. I could could see him being like, you know what? Screw that. Those guys were awful. But at some point, someone got to him and said, and he's a good guy. He really is. That's why I hated that, that he did that the other night. He really is a good guy. They probably got to him and said, your advertisers that you do you're right about that. Probably not going to like that. You're right. That mattress that he does. He does a mattress. Yes, he does. He does a mattress commercial. You never saw it, and he's sitting sleeping on his side. You never saw the commercial. Oh with yes, Dak? yes. I forget which is one it is. Sleep number. It might be. Yeah, it's possible. Sleep number. Bed. Yeah. And there I think are he's, so many mattress companies now. There are, and some of them look really cool, and some of them look cheesy. You get a mattress in a box. You get a mattress with a with a number. You get a cooling mattress, a warm mattress. Yeah, I was I was Foam disappointed. We did those springs. commercials during the podcast. You got the mattress in a box. I never got one. Uh, I got a Casper when they first came out. Yeah, I never got one. So he does have this. So here's what he, he you want to know who might have been ticked off. Mm-hmm. Listen to I mean, God, how, he makes forty million dollars a year to play football. Right, it was pretty. He good. also has endorsement deals right now. All right, with AT and T, Beats by Dre, Campbell's Chunky Soup, Adidas, Directv. 7-Eleven, Sleep Number, Oikos Yogurt, Pepsi, I'm not finished, Citibank, and New Era. Oh, yeah. Reportedly earns 
Fifty million dollars from endorsement. Oh, that's what I need. Endorsement year. fees. He's making ninety million dollars, and so you're the face of the Cowboys. That's what you get for being that. You can't say what you said, right? Hence, why I was surprised that apology didn't come out Monday morning. That did take a long time. I would have just, if I was his agent, I would have been like, "Look at this list of uh, people that pay you. You got to, uh, even if you don't mean it, come out and apologize." I guess he's got I a apologize. lot of discretionary income. <laughs> Waddle Doodle, apologize. Yeah. The Grease Man. By the way, how many fo- how many uh, tweets do you think Chris Lepresti has sent out since he left it wide open from yesterday? Is uh, Twitter's open? He's been on Twitter since 2010. How many tweets do you think he's put since out? Since 2010? Yes. I didn't do the math on that, Jerry. That's at least 11 years because uh, we just started We just started 22, yes. I'm going to say he's put out uh, 41,000 tweets. 118,000 tweets. <laughs> Put one out using his account that Alan Jerry rule. All the other shows stink. What do you want me to write? Alan Jerry. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I guess that's rule. fair. That's There's fair. nothing wrong with that, nothing right? Wrong with that. So if I write Al and, and Jerry rule. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> He's going to be like, what is this? Alan Jerry kick ass. Alan Jerry rule. Yeah. On All w- the other shows are phonies. On WFA. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's done. Perfect. Send. <laughs> Man, I shut down everything before I go. I shut down stuff at my house. Like I know. My Twitter's not open at home. I am now going to log out of his account because, because he should not leave this What if like a this. criminal breaks in and starts sending tweets from my account? Well, that's true. Did I tell you what happened in Illinois with Rutgers with their sports information director? What happened to him? So in Illinois, we had a Friday night game, and that crowd is crazy there. So we sit courtside right next to the team. And Chris Corso is the sports information director for the basketball team. He sits behind us in another row for media and just next to the team as well. So he had his Twitter open and his computer open and, you know, got to write the game, whatever he's got to do, the game story and all that stuff. This is right before the game starts. One of the guys from Illinois calls him for clarity on something. He gets a clarification. He gets up, goes over. He wasn't gone three minutes. Within the three minutes, one of the students that was sitting right behind him snuck in. Computer and started writing Illinois rules. I hate Rutger. All these different things and started tweeting it from his account to where he got back and sat down and he was mortified. Right, because all the responses are coming. Yes, in. it was actually very funny. So, so that can happen. That will happen. You gotta yeah, be, care- you gotta way, be very careful. And I don't know how to. I can't sign out of his account right now. I don't know how to do Just it. Just keep it logged in. He'll be. I back don't want to keep it logged in. That's weeks. not fair to him. No. Oh. No, no, no. By the way, regarding the Dak Prescott stuff, Jerry, the NFL never came out and said anything. The NFL Referees Association also never said anything. Right. But the NBA referees. Yeah, I don't get this. The NBA referees came out and said the NBA Referee Association, Association condemns the comments by Dak Prescott condoning violence against game officials. I have a question. Who asked you? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I don't think he was condoning violence against. He wasn't like, listen, we lost the game. Let's beat up some referees. No, but it's, but, but remember, remember what happened. They were throwing bottles at them. And I thought he you're not said, allowed to have bottles at stadiums. Well, they're plastic bottles. Yeah, sure you can. I need yeah, you can. They just take the caps at hockey games. <laughs> Why do they take? I, I so think... you don't throw them on the ice. Oh, okay. So you had, and I mean, Demarcus Lawrence was basically shielding himself from the bottles that were being flown towards him as well. And he said, "Credit to the fans." Yeah, <laughs> uh, but he didn't be like, "Let's go out." If you see any of these referees out, let's beat them up. Well, he didn't do that. He didn't suggest it, but he also had no issue with it. If they were beating up the refs, no, 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 no. throwing things at them. So you don't want that either. 
It would have been cool if we saw the refs go up in the stands like uh, the malice at the palace and the referee started throwing haymakers at fans. Would not have been cool. Old guys. Or was it was it was it Al Arbor Eddie that went into the stands with the Islanders to fight a fan went yeah. over the glass? <laughs> it's enough of these fans thinking oh they can do whatever they want. Let's go fight oh, the fans. Oh, Mike Milbury. That's who it was. Thank you. Not Al Arbor. Mike Milbury. Right. Yeah, That's he went funny. up over the glass, right? Yeah. Well, even though it's funny, I'm not, I won't say the school, but even like my son had a basketball, a high school basketball game yesterday. He plays JV. We stayed for the varsity game for a little while, and they had a student section right under the basket. Awesome. Nice participation. The things they were yelling to the to our team. This is high school kids? Oh, my God. Yes. Like, I've heard it at college, which I think is a bit much. Yes. Like, at one point, the gym's not all that loud, you know, while you're just throwing the ball around. At one point, they're screaming, you know, give it to 21. He can't shoot. He sucks. <laughs> what are you 21's doing? like, what? I don't right, Meantime, 21 will come kick your ass if right. you said that to him face-to-face. Absolutely. It really is amazing, the behavior. And there's not even beers at high school basketball not games. That I'm aware of. To get people uh, whacked out on. Uh-uh. Not at all. Hmm. And did you see all the videos that came out about the Niner fans and the Cowboy fans basically, you know, killing each other after the game? Yeah, I did see some of those videos yesterday, parking lot brawls, and I saw uh, there was a fight in the stands at Eagles-Bucks. Was there? Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's a fight at every game. Evan Roberts told the story on on, uh, the afternoon show yesterday. Oh, you were listening? I saw it on a video. Okay. And uh, that that when he was 12, there was a fight at Chase Stadium that he unfortunately— Got involved in not you know got like pushed was in, in the middle of he had to go to the he got to go away in an ambulance really yeah wow how about that how about that I would think at twelve he wasn't big and strong Evan I don't think he could beat up a twelve year old now <laughs> me neither by the way <laughs> no I don't know about that come on <laughs> I don't want to be fighting twelve year olds either Jerry. listen I've seen it too speaking of bottles you know I've had bottles thrown at me at the uh, in Philadelphia I because was... you were wearing a cowboy jacket. I just had a uh, baseball cap on. That was it. Cowboys. No jersey, no nothing. I had a rather regular winter coat, no sweatshirt, no hood. I did have a cowboy baseball cap yeah. on, yes. And that was when, as soon as we got there, my father, when we were leaving, my dad's like, give me a minute to get down there because you're going to get pelted with pretzels, which I was. And then one bottle came my way, too. Is that right? It was a plastic bottle. If I, remember. I think it was a Pepsi bottle. Pepsi? Yeah. It was uh, rough. You, you got to be careful, Jerry, uh, when you wear. Like, well, I agree. I, I, I go to a couple like Phillies, Mets games in Philly, and I will wear generic yes, colors. Yes, I don't do it anymore. I will not wear any colors of any team in an opposing stadium or arena anymore. It's not where it's stupid. It's like gang warfare. You can't wear the other gang's colors when you go into uh, Philadelphia. You want to try an experiment? You want to <laughs> come up with an opposing gang color and we'll drop you off somewhere? <laughs> That they're well, roaming. Put, no, just put me. Uh, bring me to uh, a subway, a, a Phillies game that says uh, Phillies suck. Yeah, I, I'm gonna pass. Mets well, rule. you Phillies, I don't think you have as much of an issue. I wouldn't do Eagles. that at an Eagles or a Flyers True. game, though. Right. I wouldn't do that. Right. They're a little more hardcore. And I don't know about the Sixer fan. I've been to a couple games there. I don't. It, it's not as harsh as the hockey and the football is. Would you? Which is worse, football or hockey in Philly? For fights? I think football. Yeah, me too. And I think hockey's a very close second. Yeah. And even when the Flyers aren't good, they still love that team. P- plus, in hockey, the players fight each other, so that gets the fans excited that, that to is, fight people. Yeah, that is very true. It's the, like when I walked out of Rocky when I was younger in the movie, I wanted to fight someone. Well, you get all that. You get the the uh, the mojo. The adrenaline. The, the adrenaline's right. Yeah. From Karate Kid, too. Right. You want to go learn karate and kick someone's ass. Who could I kick here in this parking lot? Speaking of all these stadium fights, did you see the woman 
who the mom who got upset with a woman who showed her boobs in the crowd, and then the mom asked her to put her top down mm-hmm. to where she got booed. <laughs> so a woman shows her boobs, yes. and the mom and mom is upset because her kids were there and they yeah. just saw a naked woman at a game for no reason. Right. So she just went over hey, and I could it you please put- seem like politely, hey, politely, say, could you please not do that. To where she got booed and asked to shut up. <laughs> Why someone show their boobs at a sporting event? Beer. They do it at concerts too, but at that, but I, I think they're doing it like, let's say you love Bon Jovi. Yeah. And you're a woman. Yeah. And you get on someone's shoulders, you want to show Bon Jovi your boobs. Oh, no, I don't want to, but no, someone you don't, could. but someone yeah. could. That yeah. I understand. Yeah. Because you want Bon Jovi to be like, that girl's sexy. I need to go on a date with her. Or just see her under the stands. Yeah. Like Sammy Hagar used to exactly. do. Exactly. Two quick ones for you. I don't believe you. that story, by the way. Here. Here are my breasts. <laughs> Two quick ones for you. A, Bono, and you too. Did you see that story? I did. Very odd. Maybe we're talking about the podcast. Sure. Apparently, he's embarrassed by you two and everything they've done. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. And two, back in 1989 or 90, I went to a, was it the Orlando Dragons? I forget what they were. It was an arena football game. I went there. The Orlando Predators. That's it. The Orlando Predators. Look at you. I, I know, you I know my arena football. We went to a game there, and there was a strip club that was doing a promotion, and they had a whole section. And so I was there with my, at the time, she was my, I think my niece was 11, I want to say. And they were welcomed in, and it was a it was a promotional section for the strip club until halftime when all the girls decided to take their tops off. Oh. <laughs> they were escorted out. The girls were? They were everything was fine. Until that moment. The the Orlando Predators had uh, Jay Gruden was their quarterback. That's right. Didn't he coach them too? Uh, or not, sure. not Maybe not. And Danny but, White was a head coach in that league for the Arizona. Arizona team. The, the Rattlers. Yeah, the Rattlers. Yes. I remember when I was working in Tampa at the time, Tampa Sports Radio, and the Buccaneers were terrible. And every phone call we would get, we got to get Jay Gruden. <laughs> because he was lighting it up. Because he was hey, lighting it up it in the arena for league. Kurt Warner. But, right, this was prior to Kurt Warner. Very true. So everyone laughed it off. Meanwhile, he probably could have showed up and dominated. Listen, it couldn't have been worse. Right, we had Trent Dilfer. <laughs> Who did win a Super Bowl at one point. Eh. Well, I mean, he was the starting Ravens. quarterback of a Super Bowl team. That Good won. Point. Goes so to Brad show there Johnson. are different ways to win. There are. Defense, Jerry. Wins championships. Did I see right? Because I thought I saw you put a poll up. Was poll. there a question about wanting Kyler Murray or Daniel? Yes, Daniel Jones. Well, here's what happened, Jerry. Yesterday, Boomer was very ornery. Very. I heard ornery. him killing Kyler Murray. I did hear that driving into Manhattan? Right. And then even in the breaks, he was killing Kyler Murray. Okay. And I said to Boomer, I go, "It's so weird to hear you killing Kyler Murray to a New York audience, because either one of these teams would." Do anything for Kyler Murray. I would think so too. He's like, no, he would take Daniel Jones over Kyler Murray. So I just put a poll out there. How'd that end? It ended at about seventy-seven percent would take Kyler Murray. <laughs> I would think so. <laughs> very interesting. Who right, doesn't like that he's uh, he he's not very careful with the football? Yeah, but neither was Brett Favre. Right. I'm fine with dudes slinging it all over the place. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Very cool. 518, we're just getting started. We got Boomer and Geo coming up at the top. Don't go away here on The Fan. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, the Pixies on a Wednesday. What's up? 25 after 5. Alan Jerry till 6 o'clock. We got Boomer and Geo coming up then. We've got Divisional Weekend in the NFL upon us. Lots of good stuff cooking. Another person got to meet Bruce Springsteen roaming around the Manasquan Oh, is that Inlet. true? Yeah. But where were you? You were in Bradley I got, Beach. What, I got to get over there. Everyone you have gets, to leave your place to meet I know. him. Everyone keeps meeting him over there. He goes there by himself. Is that who that was? Yeah. That I, was? The, yes, that was a Bruce Springsteen song. New one? Uh, no, quite old, quite old. Hmm, not popular. Uh, to you, but to the fans, Jerry, <laughs> they love it. That is yeah, true. Yeah, so Bruce Springsteen just roams around this uh, Manasquan Inlet area. It's where he and his dad used to go. So, so why don't you go camp memories. out there? I should. I don't know why I don't do that. How far is that for you? I don't even know where that is. Okay. I have no idea where that is, and I'm sure it's close to where I am. It has to be. Yeah, but I have no idea. You're in, well, I shouldn't one say day, it has to be. One day, Jerry, I will have a photo on my Instagram with Mr. Bruce Springsteen. Right, and the technology's so good, even if you don't get one, you could just Photoshop well, one that in, I won't do. And it'll but, look real. But listen, he is 70 72, I think. Yeah. And still rocking. I know, but I, I, I don't want to miss my opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Well, you've had 70 years, so let's go. <laughs> Well, I've only had 52 years. I'm only 52, Jerry. I'm a I wonder man. if I'm when 52. I pumped his gas, if I would have taken a picture, if yeah, I would have known back in the day. if we had day. phones back in the day. Yeah, well, I we, didn't at that didn't time. You didn't have a camera, though. I was only 18. You pumped gas for his motorcycle, right? I did, in Seabright. Did you go, hey, Bruce? I didn't know it was him. Oh. I told you that story. When I went in, my boss was like, that must have been a thrill. I'm like, why? <laughs> do you think Bruce Springsteen's ever heard you do an up- update? Hmm. I'm going to say yes. Really? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say Bruce Springsteen. He hangs around the Jersey Shore. I'm going to say he has put this radio station on. Sure. Yeah. All right. Like, why not? That's interesting. Nine and a half miles from you. South, by the way. Nine and a half miles to go to Manasquan to find Bruce Springsteen? Like, Ralph Macchio listens to this radio station. Well, he's not Bruce Springsteen. He's very popular. Right now, he's pretty damn popular with Cobra Kai. That's but, true. But Bruce doesn't strike me as a big sports yeah. guy. Yeah. Well, Same. I don't know that. You'd have to tell me. If yeah. he's not a sports fan, then, then I mean, no. You know, he could throw that speed ball by you. I mean, come on. Yeah, I don't know that he's a big sports he fan. He might not even know the radio station exists then. That's true. You would know better than me. He used to no call idea. Richard Neer, who's, uh, uh, who did some Yeah, uh, but shows. Richard Neer was also a rock DJ for years and Right, years well, and that's years. what he would call him at WNEW. Right. Jerry, the uh, Green Bay Packers are your betting favorites to win the Super Bowl. You agree or disagree Why with that? Why wouldn't they be? I don't know. They're the, the number ears. one seed in the NFC. They have oh. Aaron Rodgers, and they barely lost this year. Yeah, I would say they should be the betting favorite. This is the order in which the sports books believe teams will win the Super Bowl. Can I guess? Yes. All right. After well, the... I gave you away. I gave away I said, the Packers. I, I... <laughs> so I don't know if you would have guessed that as number one. All but... right. So I'll say after the Packers, yeah. I am going to say Bucks. Incorrect. Rams? Incorrect. Well, you stink at this. Chiefs. Chiefs. Okay. Which would be cool. I would love a Super Bowl one rematch. I don't right, like so the Packers. It's not a rematch. The Packers. They're all dead. It's not a rematch. 
Are they, Jerry? Most of them. Len Dawson may quarterback. A rematch is when the team that beats another team Mm -hmm. show up to play again. That's I hate when we do this. Oh, it's a rematch from 1944. No, No, it's not. But it will look cool. Like it'd be like. Yes, it will look uh, cool. It's not a rematch. And we would get all those. Where's Bart Starr and Len Dawson? I think Len Dawson's still alive, but Bart Starr passed. He is. Len Dawson's still alive. Correct. That will be a rematch. When Len Dawson quarterback Jerry, he smoked on the sidelines and drank. Coca-Cola. I know. He drank soda. Yeah, I know. A mere mortal. But once again, you do this, and then you'll also be marveling at the fact that Chad Ochocinco was driving through the McDonald's drive-thru three times a day. But you've, as a a kid, you drank soda and then ran around, you get cramps. Len Dawson was quarterback in an NFL game. Smoking a cigarette and drinking soda. It was a different time. Their bodies were adapted to it. I suppose. Also, probably the soda was better back then. You know what I mean? It probably wasn't filled with um, sugar, (laughs) cramp-inducing chemicals. Uh, All right, so okay, so it goes uh, Packers, Packers, Chiefs. Chiefs. Then I'll go Bucks. No, really, Bills. Oh come on, Bills, Jerry. The Bills. Then the Bucks. Then the Rams. Where the hell are the Titans as the one seed in the AFC? Then the Titans. You know it's funny. Then the Niners, and finally Jerry, the Bengals. I like. I actually. I hate to say it. I would actually. I've been contemplating putting some money on the Niners winning the Super Bowl. What about a Niners uh, Bucks? No Niners. That would Bengals. be a weird one since they're in the same conference. Niners Bengals. No rematch. Uh, no. Boomer it's not rematch. a rematch. Stop it. It's actually, two rematches. Well, 16 and 23. Right. That means the third rematch. Please. Not a rematch. So you're thinking about putting money on, on the, the Niners, Niners to win the yeah to win the Super Bowl. I might put money on the Bengals just because they're uh, a long shot. Then again, anything I seem to put money on these days goes up in flames Same very quickly. Here. <laughs> Same here. I have been in one big rut. <laughs> Same here. I told you there was a guy, Eddie, I told you this too. There was a guy on Twitter that he, you know, is a, he picks games. And he gives you a few free picks every day. So I tracked him for seven days. And every day I looked at his three picks. And I think he was 18-3. and three. So I'm like, all right, I'm in now. <laughs> First day I do it, I go 0-3. Oh <laughs> I did it again yesterday, 0-3. Oh it's not, it's, I, I it's, it's impossible. I give up. It's impossible, It's Jerry. very difficult. It's, it is exhilarating when you win, and it's a lot of fun, and it does keep you in it for sure. But, my God, when you're losing, it stinks. It does stink. And and I sometimes think, like, oh, maybe prop bets are better for me because I like uh, – but It can e- be. Even that. And, again, like all all last week, and I was taking quarterbacks to score a touchdown, right? What game didn't I do that for? The Cowboys and Dak Prescott to score a touchdown. Uh, no, the Rams-Cardinals, mm. where Matthew Stafford went right in. That's surprising because he's the type of guy I feel like you would pick. Well, score. here's the other thing. Like a guy like Dak Prescott, he scored. Like he, the, they've lowered the odds for the quarterbacks that score a lot yeah. of touchdowns. But like Matthew Stafford, I think has still had good odds. Is that I true? What about it. a guy like Jalen Hurts? Um, no, not great. Not odds. great odds, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. But like Brady still has good odds, even though he's a he's a QB he's a quarterback sneaker. sneak guy though from the one yard line. Yeah, but you got to. The problem is you got to get him down there. True. That's true. No, it's a cool bet I always want to do, and I never pulled the trigger on the picking a guy to score the first touchdown yeah, of the I, game. I tried that several times. Ah, oh, it's cool. It's cool if you win. Here's the problem: you're not, you're not going to win that often. Sometimes it's, really it's hard. Fourteen thousand yes. to one, or it, yes, if yeah. you pick the backup tight end. Yes, and then you end up. Or I'll give you one: if you pick up a a, a right tackle, 
the odds are astronomical because it's not likely to happen. When I heard it was supposed to be some monsoon in Tampa for yeah. Tampa Eagles, and I was looking at the at the uh, sports bets, there was one that was for no touchdown to be scored in the game. Sure. It was like crazy odds. I did that once. I didn't win. The touchdown was scored on the first drive. <laughs> well, well, there goes that $50. <laughs> Jackass. Right, that's what sucks when you have one of those bets. Yeah. You because, kids. right, what in the the Patriots, then when they beat the Bills on that primetime game, were there, I don't remember, were there any touchdowns scored? Remember I they don't didn't, remember either. I don't remember. I just know they didn't pass the ball. They yeah. just ran it. But, yeah, I mean, it, it does happen, just not often. Not often. Or if you pick, like, the defense to score the first sure. touchdown, oh, man, the odds. And I'm almost I, a sucker for those bets. Yeah, and you know what? I'm saying not that's hard to do, but you can bet 10 bucks and win a lot. I do $5. Yeah, I've heard. Now, also, Jerry, for the divisional round, all four home teams. Well, they should be favored. Are favored. They're home because they had the better record. They should be favored. Hmm. So that would be the Titans. Yeah. I'll give you the one. Chiefs. Be interesting. Chiefs Titans next week. The Chiefs will be favored. In uh, in Tennessee. In Tennessee. I would be stunned if the Chiefs are not. If the Chiefs roll again this week, and I don't know that they will, but let's just say for argument's sake, or even the Bills, whoever wins that game. I do think because that's that's the Sunday night game. Yeah, I would think whoever wins that game will be favored in Tennessee next week. You're right. If the Titans win, I don't know if the Titans are beating the Bengals. Well, if the Titans roll the Bengals, punch them right if in the they, face. Uh, well, you know stiff what? Stiff arm them all the way to victory. If they went out and they shut down Burrow and Chase and they blew out the Bengals, then I would actually alter what I just right. said. You could have a pick 'em game. You could have a one point favorite. But I think I actually think the winner of the Bills or Chiefs would be favored in Tennessee next Give week. Give me your, I know it's early, your championship games. My championship yep. games. All right, Who I am championship say, games. I'm going to pick the Niners to upset the Packers in the championship. No, this weekend. Oh. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> I'm going to take the Bucks to us. I'm going to go Niners Bucks. Okay, and the then I will go. Chiefs, Bengals, because I hate the Titans. Nice. That's what I'm thinking. Chiefs, Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go Chiefs, Bengals, Bucks, Packers. Okay. Good night, everybody. There you go. Here's what I want. I want the Niners to beat the Packers, and then I want to see Aaron Rodgers with McAfee on Tuesday telling us why he lost. <laughs> That's what I want to see. All right. And I don't. I'm not a Aaron Rodgers hater by any stretch. I'm not one of these guys that thinks he's douchey or any of that stuff. I don't. I don't you care. don't care. No, I think he's. You know, he believes in what he believes in, and good for him. His problems with his family, his problems, not mine. Right. So, but I would like to see that interview then on Tuesday, after they had such a great season, and see you a sleeveless because interview. I do think that Niners defense is going to pound the crap out of him on Sunday. We will see. We'll see. All right, let's take a break. 25 in front of six. More to do on the warm-up show. And then Boomer and Geo on the fan on a Wednesday. These guys were a mystery to me when, uh, when they first Why? came out. Because this was like before, like when I first became aware of Metallica, I was in high school. I didn't know what they looked like. They seemed like they were going to, if you ran into them, they were going to beat you up. Yeah. Like, they were like kick-ass. Well, they were heavy metal. Oh, super heavy metal. They were like the metal. first, would you call them the first mainstream heavy metal band? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Well, people would tell you Black Sabbath is the first mainstream okay. heavy metal band, but 
Metallica to me was like, they were the first band. Like I, I didn't know where people were hearing their songs because they weren't on the radio. There was no internet. Wasn't that Seton and still is that Seton Hall radio station? WSOU. Isn't that where they were played a lot? That's probably true. Yes. I used to love that station. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, and perhaps every city had that because otherwise I don't know how you become as popular as you become without airplay back in the day. There was no streaming and no Spotify right. or anything like that. Yes. So it was to me Metallica, Ozzy, and then in the rap world, NWA, Public Enemy. How those guys got so I have popular? No, yeah, I don't know. They were of they couldn't even be played on well, the radio. But even something like the was it the Jerky Boys? And the Jerky Boys. Like all I knew was we would we were dubbing cassette from yes. cassette from cassette, and that's how it got around. Right. Which sounds insane right now. Yes. And Red's Bar was the other uh a prank call cassette tape that okay. got passed around. Where they'd call Red's Bar and the guy would talk like this. Yeah, I don't know that one. And they'd ask for you know stupid names and he'd right. get into a fight with them. Hmm. That one I don't know. Yeah, Red's Bar. That was another one. But yeah, we used to just pass cassettes around. I'd love for someone to study that. Like how things became popular? Yeah. A Slayer was another one. People used to wear Slayer. Like to me, I found all this stuff by what kids wore well, at Megadeth school. Well, Megadeth too, right? And Megadeth. That was another one. Yeah. And they they weren't played much, I wouldn't think. Megadeth? Uh, they only they? had that one song. Peace sells, but who's buying? Come on. <laughs> now, MTV used to play some of the, like, Ozzy and stuff, like, late at night on, like, a Headbangers Ball. I remember that. Was that Saturday, Saturday nights. nights at 1130 yeah. or something Saturday like that? Saturday nights, yeah. Yeah. And then Sunday nights, you could listen to all the alternative rock stuff. 100, Maybe. 120 minutes, it was You know called. what? Maybe that influence is bigger than we thought because you couldn't get it anywhere else. You could not get it anywhere else. On a else. regular basis, anyway. I still don't know where everyone was getting these NWA and Public Enemies stuff. I don't know. Stuff. I don't know. Not sure. That got spread around, though, too. Why don't I see a documentary on this? I'm Well, why don't you start one? Uh, I would you have got no plenty idea. of time. I have no idea how these people do documentaries. Start with Ice Cube. How about the documentaries people do that are, that are it takes years in the making? Like, I was watching one on HBO, and I was like, the guy filmed for, like, 12 years. Like, what? were you working in this 12 years? How did you do all this? Is that the one about the uh, the octopus? <laughs> no. <laughs> I haven't watched that one yet, where the guy is friends with an octopus. No. <laughs> and then the octopus gets eaten right in front of him. <laughs> what a sad ending. And he just it let just it go. It it for me. That, like that octopus must be like, help, <laughs> help. Wait Ugh. a minute. Well, the circle octop- of life. See ya. <laughs> You're telling me. By the way, this has been in my on my list on Netflix for Oh, Did I just ruin this for months. you? The guy who... Be friends at octopus. Yes. Yeah. You're telling me. He dives down and hangs out with it every day. For a long time, right? Like legit becomes friends with this octopus. With the gets octopus. reaction from the octopus. Right. And then it gets eaten. <laughs> and he doesn't help it at all. And I believe his reasoning was circle of life. Things happen. <laughs> what ate So basically, it? like Boomer has what said. What ate the octopus? If you, a shark. <laughs> I believe. So if Boomer sees you getting your ass kicked out front one day, he's going to look and say, well, Circle of life. That sucks, Al. See ya. Wait, the guy went down to talk to the octopus? He went and his shark ate it? He dove down every day. Right, oh, right. And befriended this octopus. Yeah. And then one day... He was down there? He was eaten but right he in front was... of him. <laughs> I believe he filmed it, too. <laughs> what, a shark happened to come along while he was talking to the octopus? It was the, the ocean. When he came along. It's not like the shark ended up on someone's front yard... 
It was in the ocean. Was the guy scared he was going to be eaten? That I don't know. Because the octopus probably wouldn't have done anything if he if it was uh, reversed. It's an octopus. <laughs> of course it wouldn't have. I would think an octopus could squeeze a shark. I don't think the octopus was all that big. Oh. So, no. Yeah, he just <laughs> he watched his friend get eaten. Spoiler alert, the octopus in this the... This thing was out three years ago. If you haven't seen it yet, that's on you. Let's see. Octopus... Gets eaten. What's it called? My friend, the octopus, or something? Uh, octopus documentary. Hold on a second. You know what octopus? My is? my my octopus's teacher. <laughs> <laughs> my octopus teacher. That's what it is on Netflix. Twenty twenty. Octo means eight. Okay. Let's see. Eight. <laughs> Ending. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, it's a sign that the end is near octo, which means the oh, Come on. Let's see here. I want to see how it dies. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, by a shark. He said, spoiler I'm alert. pretty sure that that's spoiler what happened. Spoiler alert. I'm om- Does the o- There's the first thing. Does the octopus die in my octopus teacher on Netflix? Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. Uh, those damn sharks. Here you go. Yeah. If you've seen even 15 minutes, you're familiar with the sharks. Uh, come on. No, I don't want to go with the... Uh, Man, blah, blah, blah. these sharks... Thankfully, my octopus's teacher doesn't end there. The film closes on a more uplifting note after it dies. Why didn't the guy take the octopus out of the ocean and be fr- take it home, like be friends with it? I don't know. I'm not so like sure. Have it as a pet. Get a giant tank. Here we go. Put the Let's octopus see. in there. Uh, then he could talk to it all day long without diving di- diving down to go see it. So, all right. So it's a little misleading. All right. So the, here, I'm gonna read from this <laughs> this portion. Of the review. Mm. The most heartbreaking scene in the doc comes after the eggs have hatched, I guess, from the octopus. And the octopus is outside of her den, laying on the ocean floor, looking weak as fish and scavengers begin to feed on her. (laughs) And then along comes a shark that takes the octopus away and eats the octopus. And you're watching this happen? <laughs> yes, I am. 911. <laughs> What's your emergency? My octopus friend is being <laughs> is being eaten by a shark. So I guess the octopus would have died anyhow. But right. yeah, that's that's, that's that is yeah. the circle of life. Remember Octo Mom? She had yes. eight children. Ironically enough, right on the below part of this, Octo Mom's eight are all grown up. Here's how they turned out by Horizon Times. What would have been awesome is if Octo Mom befriended the octopus. <laughs> You're such an ass. <laughs> you really are. That would have been awesome. That would have been funny. Do you see this wild, this wild story from the Browns defensive tackle Malik McDowell? Well, there's a couple of them here. You've got that one, then you got the guy from the Jaguars. What did he do? Well, let me give you this one do, first. Yes, do the Malik McDowell one so, first. So, Browns defensive tackle Malik McDowell, who, by the way, I believe started all or yeah. s- started 16 of 17 games. So, he was a... a Had three sacks. He, he was, was a starting... He, he yes. was a starting player. He was player. a starting defensive tackle. He yeah. was arrested in Florida on charges of beating a deputy yeah. and public exposure. He was nude. Yeah, so video came out that TMZ has and still photos. How does TMZ get that? Well, I think some guy, somebody took a... Yeah. Whenever you are arrested nude, always bad. I would think so. In Deerfield Beach. He was out. It's not like if you get arrested nude and you're in your house, like they come in and they like you're a drug dealer. You happen to be sleeping nude and they come in and arrest you. They break in. They grab you and you're nude. That's one thing. When they, he was arrested nude. When they arrest you outdoors. Right. On the street and yeah. you're nude as he was. That signals a problem, first of all. Problem. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, then supposedly he, he charged yeah. a police officer and started throwing haymakers. And got him right in the eye. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if they tased him. They, yeah, I, I think they, they did him. after they couldn't control him. And then they got him. But he was nude. He was nude. Mm-hmm. Then there's Jaguars linebacker, Lorenti. <laughs> this is not funny. All right. Lorenti McRae. He was arrested uh, following a high-speed chase. He was doing 88 and a 50. Then the cops... Obviously, they got as they got close to him, he gave him the finger <laughs> and then hit 100. <laughs> but he was clothed, you said. The cops gave up. Like he was going too he fast, was, too dangerous. Was, yes. They got him 15 minutes later somewhere. I guess he thought he was in the free and right. clear, and they wound up getting him, and he was arrested. So, And then did you see Dan Hampton? What did he do? The Hall of Famer from your Chicago Bears. 85 Bears, Dan Hampton. So he, I, didn't, I don't remember this. So he was arrested on drunk driving charges a year ago. I and recall. he was just given to, he was given uh, one or two years probation. He was sentenced to probation for one or two years. He also uh, dyes his hair jet black. Yes, we've seen those. Photos. Maybe that's where we saw the photos from. Very just, yes, from his, his initial arrest. Very wow, possible. This is like a police blotter section of the show. Uh, yes, that and octopuses being eaten. Right. In an octopus's garden. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, you got one more? Well, no, let's take a break. It's 5.52. Right. We kind of have to. We'll come back with all man. So that means that's probably a good story that we'll finish up on. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo. Right now, we get you to Amy Lawrence with an Odyssey Sports Minute on Big Ben. I'd like to be under the sea. Getting eaten by a shark. In an octopus's garden. In the shade. Jerry's ah! friend of an octopus. I am not friends with an octopus. I don't know any octopi. Sorry. All right, 5.58. I did see... A is this Ringo or is this the Beatles? This is the Beatles, but it's Ringo singing. No, I know that. I didn't it's know on it was Abbey solo. Road, yeah, Eddie? Oh, is it? Got it. I, I can't imagine whoever pitched this song. What about this song? Oh, have you heard any of these songs? Octopus's Garden. Well, this is the weird. If they even made Ringo sing it, it was so weird. They're all weird. It's they on the are. documentary. He sits down at the piano and is like, "Hey, did I play you the octopus?" Song? I don't remember yeah. that part. Who? Who? And I watched the whole thing. That? Ringo. He goes. He goes. Have you heard my octopus song yet? And he sits down at the piano. <laughs> he only plays with two fingers because he doesn't know how that. to play. And he plays it for George, and it's just the two of them at the piano for hmm. a while. And then John comes in and like sort of looks at him like, "What the f is this?" <laughs> yeah, because Yellow away. Submarine made sense. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, a lot of their songs were strange. That's true. So. I saw a video of uh, Serena Williams. I am the walrus. <laughs> cuckoo, cuckoo. Right. <laughs> uh, Serena Williams' four-year-old daughter playing tennis. Okay, why wouldn't she? Could I beat her? No. You don't think I could beat a four-year-old? I, no. For real? Yeah. No. She did have a nice backhand, I saw. I don't think you'd have a chance. I could, I don't know. Well, I can't serve, so that's one. I okay, get, well, there's I a problem. I wouldn't get any serves in. <laughs> right. I'd have to volley against this It'd be kid. great watching her overhead slam in your face. <laughs> As you're, as you're lobbing your servant underhand. Do four-year-olds even talk yet? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't have kids. What is wrong with you? I have no idea. Are you a human? Yes. Do you have nieces and nephews? Yes. I don't remember when they were speaking to me. At about a year. You think this kid would trash talk me if she was beating me? WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1. Who's the dork? An Odyssey station.